All right, everybody. It's uh, another edition of the podcast. It's episode number 74, and it's day two of uh, Mr. Rittenhauer's jury deliberation. There's a lot of other shit going on out there, too, and we'll get into that, but we'll give uh, Diggs a call real quick, and uh, let's just get into it. Let's give him a call. Oh, my captain, my captain. How you doing this evening? I'm doing a little dilly-dilly. You're doing a little dilly-dilly? So yeah. A little drinky-drinky? Is that what you mean? Well, well, that's what you call a dilly-dilly. I mean, I'm definitely slugging down a White Claw. Right on. All right. So All right. let's just get this out of the way. Let's talk yep. Kyle Rittenhouse. Mm-hmm. You said yesterday that he we would be we would have a verdict, but we don't. Good thing, bad thing. What are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts are that um, the drone footage got thrown in there, and that's not something the uh, defendants allowed, and. Uh, I don't know. In, in my opinion, the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing, what it boils down to is your second amendment right. What, what, what legal protection could you take when somebody's hitting you with a fucking rock in the hand, knocking your hat off, jump kicking you, hitting you in the skateboard twice. And then somebody comes up and pulls a Glock and then, puts his hands up when you point your gun at him. But when you lower it just a little bit, he repoints it at you. So you shoot, you vaporize his arm. I mean. There was a little, there was a little tactical game that played between him, those two at the end, the wannabe well, paramedic. And honestly, Kyle <laughs> wasn't exactly a paramedic. Neither one of them are paramedics, but they're both the, down there trying the, to be paramedics. The only person in the the only person in this uh, case that does not have a criminal record is Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse. He, no, uh, no. In fact, in fact, there are guys that have problems. There are some guys in that uh, scenario. That have straight problems. Denise D'Souza? How do you say his name? Dinesh. Dinesh. D'Souza? He said said that kid deserves a medal. Um, In self-defense, he deserves a medal. You know, the weird thing, though, is that if you don't convict him, people are already threatening to burn down the town. There's hostility outside of the courtroom as we speak. Today is November 17th. It's uh, like 10, quarter past 10. I mean, there's people camped out there right now, which means it's like one in the morning in Kenosha. 
You know, the one thing I'd like to say is that in general, technology has not liberated us from anything. Like the media you get, what you interpret. Like I, the last time we talked about this whole podcast is that people are saying that this is like a a white kid that shot black kids. No, he shot all white people. And if you want to talk about the white people he shot, well, he shot a guy that was a kid fucker. Uh, the other guy that he shot was a wife beater. The, all these guys have criminal records. The other guy punched his grandma in the face. That's unbelievable. And and the last guy, the 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 the, the jump man, the jump man, he's a convicted burglar. It's like so you're defending all these people that have criminal records when Kyle Rittenhouse went there. No criminal record, no nothing. He was kind of he was a he was a uh, left lamb, you know what I mean? You know, when the whole herd goes out one way, he was stuck by himself. He was stuck by himself. He was attacked by himself, and he was attacked in a mob fashion. He was kicked. He was hit in the head with a skateboard a couple of times. He was hit with a guy that had a rock in his hand. I'm, you know, a guy that escaped from a, or was let out of a mental hospital that day who was swinging a that, chain that said, if I see you later, I will fucking kill you. He actually invited Rittenhauer or somebody to shoot him. I just saw a video today where he's like just yelling his lot. Shoot me N word. Shoot me N word. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I saw it. I'm just saying. It's pretty intense case. I mean, and I will also say this because I didn't say this on the last podcast, but here's a clear observation. If you look at every single time he took a shot, he was in a submissive position, either falling over or already on the ground, being attacked with hands, feet, Skateboards, he could have shot, he, he shot Gage the first time. When Gage sat there and he put his hands up, he's like, okay, I'm not going to shoot you. And then Gage dropped his hand down with his Glock and aimed it at his head. And that's when Kyle shot his arm. Yeah. He didn't shoot his like head. No. He didn't shoot his chest. No. Shot his arm. I mean, the motherfucker should be like, eh, I made a bad, made a bad decision. If I was that kid, I would have never took, I know legally that's honestly a shotgun or that is all he could carry legally, honestly, period. A long, a long, long, long barrel gun Mm -hmm. over 30 inches. Right. And he said, even said in trial, they're like, well, why didn't you bring a shotgun? He goes, where I went to, they were out of them. 
So I got this one. It looked cool. My friend was selling it or whatever the story was. You know what amazes me is that Kyle Rittenhouse, in the beginning, when he showed up there, he showed up and he had a uh, bulletproof vest. And at some point, his buddy goes, hey, I didn't, I don't have my vest. Are you going to, you know, what, what are you going to do? And he goes, I'm just going to go medic. Do you want, you know, so Kyle gave him his vest. If the, if the guy that was going to do this shooting spree, why would you give up your bulletproof vest? <laughs> I mean, right. I'd be like, okay, if you didn't have, you know, bulletproof vest, you know, you'd want the gun. Obviously, right? Because if you know, like, if you were playing the role of medic, just wear a bulletproof vest. Don't even go in there armed. I mean, well, I wouldn't have whenever went into chop uh, without a bulletproof vest. That's half the reason. I don't, I mean, I'm a journalist. What we are doing right now is journalism. We are reacting to what's really happening in this world and giving our commentary and. I would go down there. I'll be our man in the street. We actually just talked about this offline. Like we talked about doing a man on the street segment. We're going to do it. We're going to do that. It's coming up, but we need to refocus back on to, to what happened and what we're talking about. Let's do that. We're talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. We're talking about, this kid is getting, for one, not a fair shake in the media. He is getting yeah, think abso- about this. Think absolutely about ridiculed this. in the media. Particularly, particularly legacy media like NBC, CNN, shit like that. I'm not even talking about left-wing MSNBC. That's the most left-wing there is. Remember that Indian thing that happened on CNN where that guy, that kid was wearing a Make America Great Again hat and just stood his ground? Yeah, and the, the, the Native Americans were like no, but banging their name? drums in front of his yeah. face and like doing, a, doing a curse on him. No, what, what was his name? I'll look it up if you like. One sec. Keep talking. Look it up real quick, but he sued all the networks because they smeared his name and he settled out of court. Yeah, defamed his name. And that's what Kyle Rittenhouse's yeah. mother is and trying to do with Biden. With, no, but that's, dude, Kyle, Biden already called Kyle a white supremacist. He didn't shoot a black guy, he shot white people. How? Hold on one second. I'm still checking on that name. I should know this, and I feel terrible that I don't, but like the fact that we have the internet right here in the studio again, which is the badass. Is oh, the bat- Dude, the studio got rearranged, and it's tight now, man. Like, seriously. doesn't mean we can go live right away. Obviously, there's technical mishaps, but uh, we're we're in good shape here at the studio. We got uh, a refrigerator. We've got, um, you know, a barbecue, a barbecue, a TV. How long does Google take? What do you mean? How long does Google take? (laughs) For what? Well, 
for the information you punch, punched well, in. Well, I have to. Like, I, I have like to. I have to. I have to. Tour your studio. Let, let me give. Let me give you a visual here. Let me give you a visual here. I either have to talk or I have to look up information. So either you take over the talking, go, and I'll look up the information and I'll come back to you with an answer. We're looking for the kid with the MAGA hat and the Indians that were like fucking smashing drums in front of his face, like doing witchcraft on him. Let me get back to you with that guy's name. Carry on your point. Keep making your point. Nick Sandman. Here, I got a better Google search than you do. Nick Sandman. Nick Sandman had to sit there and listen to that uh, Indian guy who uh, actually uh, deserted his uh, post, and uh, he's pounding his drum in front of him, and Nick Sandman just stood there, and he smiled. And I got a picture of him right said, now. It's it's the most beautiful said, smirk. You, He's like, just keep you, doing are it. You smirk, are you smirky? Why did you stand your ground? He goes, I had no reason to move. He was doing his deal. I was I I was on a school. That kid was on a school field trip. It's literally Nick Sand Sandman. Like N i c k s a n d m a n. Nick Sandman. I know. I said that like oh, ten sorry, times. Sorry, two ends. Two ends. M A N. But the I just had to spell his Nick, name for the record. Sand. Nick Sandman. N- Nick, Nick Sandman. S A N D M A N N. Nick. N I C K. Nick Sand. Nick Sandman already said. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse should sue every uh, news network just like he did. He made two hundred, two hundred fifty million dollars. Well, they, Nick well, they settled. Out, no, no, they settled out of court, so you don't know the exact numbers. So maybe a billion dollars. No, it's not going to go up. Two hundred fifty million probably goes to like one seventy-five. Down and, and is huh? Down. Well, yeah, they settled out of court. When you settle out of court, it doesn't go up. It's not like it goes up. They were suing for quarter billion dollars. I got a fun little uh, podcast trick we could transition transition into if you're ready. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So Nick Sandman sent. Uh, uh, he was asked about uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, and he goes after the court. He should he should liably sue every cable network news media that besmirched him, that attacked him. I think that we should put together a little sound clip for this podcast of of exactly what you're saying, all the smears. Do for the most part, like CNN, MSNBC, uh, The View. As soon as as soon as Kyle Rittenhouse gave himself up, which it took him like two days for the police to actually go get him because he was like trying to turn himself in. And they're like, no, go home. You're OK. You're OK. And they're like, oh, shit, you're a Republican. We got to arrest you there. 
Put your hands behind your back. Yeah, I feel so bad for you. God, you believe in gun rights? It, how do you feel about the First Amendment? Oh, your free speech? Oh, shit. They're going to try to, they're going to try to, they're going to try to go after you. I mean, you're done, kid. And, you know, I mean, as the police are arresting this poor kid, First Amendment, Second Amendment, he wasn't doing anything illegal, and everybody that attacked him had a criminal record. Think about that. I mean, every single one of them, all of them, all of them. And he didn't attack any of them. He just came there prepared. Like, I have a gun. I don't want to put it up, but I got like bandages. I got like, and I'm okay. like two day, a day or two before he Again. was like scrubbing shit off of a wall. I mean, he, you know, but he's like, okay, uh, I got bandages or I got a gun. What do you want me to do? And they're like, I'm going to fucking kill you. If I see you later by yourself, I'm going to fucking kill you. And he's like, um, note to self, watch out for this guy. And this guy chased him through a parking lot into a blocked area. And he had nowhere to go. He's lunging at him. So Kyle shoots him. Wouldn't you do that to a wild animal? Like, like, Oh yeah. Something attacking you. Like, like, you have a different perspective because even if you had a gun, you could have probably gone more like martial arts, but Kyle didn't I have can't that go skill. martial He's arts like, on a fucking coyote. And well, no, I'm saying it. Let's say one thing I know for sure is that people perception of pain is completely subjective. Mm-hmm. Okay. What you think hurts versus what I think hurts is completely different. Would you not agree? No, no, I totally agree. I've been through combat, like physical hand-to-hand combat, and you've never really experienced that until <laughs> I beat your ass. <laughs> and I'm sorry about that. I love you. You broke that's... my glasses, you bastard, you son of a gun you but you i did i did it for you your own me, you gave good. me money you gave me money i did it for your own good and i paid for your glasses i'm 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 i felt the worst about breaking your glasses you know, not you about the reason why i costed you because i'd reason i costed never, you was about drinking hold, too much hold, and you thought that on, it was a lifestyle on, you could on, just continue forever i'm like no sir you cannot on. can i can i can i say my part Sure. I have never been choked out of my life, but if anybody's going to choke me out, I'm glad it was you. Well, you trust me. You trust me. Well, no. Well, you know, you I'm not going to kill you. Well, no, but we were both drunk that night. And you're like, yeah, maybe I don't. I actually think you thought, I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but I'm just going to choke him out anyway. And then we'll figure it out in the morning. I'm That's, not going to kill him. Honestly, I'm not kill him. you're right. You probably left me like a jack in the box McMuffin or something too. I knew I knew I wasn't I knew I wasn't gonna kill you. I knew I wasn't gonna kill you. No, I know that. But it was so funny the next day when we had to look at each other. You were so <laughs> tiffed. Tiffed. Well 
dude, you were the one normally choking me out. Can we apologize? Like can we just officially apologize? I mean, this happened like not, seven years ago. Well, no, this is one of the reasons why you're one of the best roommates I have ever had is because you didn't put up with my shit. I get out of hand once in a while, but we always seem to have fun unless we get kicked out of an Uber and the cops are called. That's when shit falls apart. Well, that did happen. And it wasn't because of a fight. It's because... No, you you told me to punch you. No, you did not. I may have, but you didn't. You did. You did. Okay. But the result... So, are you admitting right now on this podcast, are you sober? Yeah, no. (laughs) Gotcha, bitch. But listen, your admission of this right now may not be of the complete truth. You may be embellishing now because you're not sober. No, I'm just saying uh, if if I have any uh, uh, people that want to talk to me about this further... I'd like to direct you to the Hillary Foundation. And uh, those are the uh, lawyers that are going to be representing me. This is getting twisted as we continue this conversation, but I'm just reliving it for everybody that's never heard this story before. But, like, I literally said, motherfucker, punch me in the face right now. And that's what happened. And that's how I got a bloody nose. Is that what you're saying? And this happened in the back of an Uber that we got eventually banned from because I did have a bloody nose. No. And the guy goes, Oh, I call cops. You guys get fuck out of my car. You get fuck out of my car. And he pulls over and we were like, what? Out of a gas station. And we were like, I can plug it up. Right I can, there. I can plug and it I up. Just had, I had that white coat. I just had that white coat. I brought it out. Like, that yeah. Like a white all over it. You did you have a white jacket. You. I did have a white jacket. And you told me to punch you, and then I punch you, and you're like, oh, that was a good hit. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. And I'm like, oh, all over my coat. And then the guy goes, get out of my car. And then the cops come, and they go, what happened? And I go, you you looked at him, and you're like, oh, I told him to punch or whatever. We, we, it was, they just looked at us. The cops really looked at us. And just go, who are you guys? And we're like, we're friends. And then like, <laughs> he's like, are you, you going to press charges against the, the cops? Looked at 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 Diggs, and they're like, are you going to press charges against this one? Pointing at me. And Diggs' well, answer have, was, I didn't, I didn't have a bloody nose, and if I press charges, I would not want to face you when you came out of jail. You would have been mad at me. I know where you live, motherfucker. Yeah, you're my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but the thing is, it's like once in a while, friends just kind of do weird shit. And then the cops show up and they're like, what happened? Brother, and like, brothers you, you, fight. Can you, brothers brothers fight. fight. We, we are brothers. And the thing is, the cops are like, can you guys fucking just figure out trying to get home? Because at that point, we were trying to go to the casino and they're like, that's not going to happen tonight. You got blood. <laughs> yeah, we're like we're trying car. to go to the casino. You got you got blood all over your white coat, and uh, oh, you 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 were bleeding all over. You got hand blood and everything. 
I mean, you guys look like you're coming from a fucking, uh, 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 what, what was that movie with, a? oh God. I don't know, like Fight Club or a Snatch or something like that. Reservoir Dogs, you name it. No, I'm I'm Braveheart. 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 <laughs> better. We were totally Braveheart. We were like freedom. I'm gonna punch my friend in the in the fucking face because we have freedom in this country. Yeah, freedom. Oh, freedom! Why did you punch him in the face? Because he t- he asked me. To. Listen. There is, there is a law in Washington State, by the way, called mutual combat. And if someone asks you to punch them in the face, it's totally fine. And I bet you we were talking about that. And I said, just fucking punch me in the face. Because I I, I honestly I literally think you did not think I had a, like any power. You were like, you no, didn't because you didn't face. knock me I out. But I was already blacked out from alcohol. I challenge, yeah, I, I challenge you, you to hit me in the face again with a fucking boxing glove on, and we both have headgear on, and I get to punch back. Oh no, that bets <laughs> off. That bets off. All bets off. This pretty little face with actual hair. I got gray hair. That's the only thing I got. Maybe I can really. I won't punch you in the old. nose. I no, won't punch no, you in the no, nose no, or the eye. No, no, I'm, I'm no, shooting no. for the fucking jaw. I gotta keep things looking good. I gotta keep things looking good. I'm breaking your teeth. Well, do we got insurance for replacement? I'm shooting for your jaw. I'm breaking your teeth. That's not very nice. I'm just saying, if you want that challenge, don't make it happen ever. And you know what? I'm glad you I never. never did. I'm glad challenge. you never did. And I'm, you know what? I'm glad you had balls enough to stand up to me and punch me in the fucking face on my, what, 36th, 37th birthday? What what birthday was that? It was a while ago. That was pre-COVID. It was, it was about that. But no, the thing is, you just go punch me. And I go, no, I'm not going to punch you. You go, punch me. I go, no, I'm not going to punch you. And you go, punch me or I'll fucking punch you. And I go, okay. It was like Boom. Fight Club. No. That's exactly what you said. And then as I punched you, you laughed and you're like, (laughs) and then the guy goes, Oh, you got to get out of my car. You got to get out of my car. You got to get, 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 get out of my car. Yeah. I call the cops. And I'm like, can I, can I be honest with you? I think I had a, uh, Edward Norton, like blackout moment where I thought I was going to start a fight club in another city. Maybe honestly, I can see how that fucking movie is real. Now, I really do. I see. Yeah, how, I, 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 I see how that it. movie could be real. It was out of nowhere. You were just like, "Dude, punch me!" And I was like, "No, punch you." Did no. no because you were like, "If you don't punch me, I'll punch you." I go, (laughs) should this be national news? Should you be taking me to court? Should we be like having a civil dispute like OJ Simpson, like Kyle Rittenhouse? No, you just asked me to punch you. And the thing is, you know, you're trained. You know how to. I am. And you're not. And I I feel really bad about that part. I figured if I didn't punch you, you would have choked me. I think I I've done like, it before, I motherfucker. Just like, I was like, he, <laughs> I actually feel both. I uh, listen. Can I t- can I admit this on the podcast? This is mm-hmm. to- this is totally corrupt. Okay, totally, totally corrupt. 
What's totally corrupt is that I thought that I was in the right both times. Number one is that you and I got in a really bad argument in incident number one. And I didn't feel like I could get my point across to you. So I felt like I was actually obligated as a brother to choke you <laughs> or and eventually break your glasses to make you get my point because I love you, Brandon. I really do. The problem is I did it with force. Whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know if you know about Geico, but uh, the uh, insurance of Brett said I broke your glasses. Hey, State Farm stuck. Money. State Farm was stuck with Aaron Rodgers. No, no, me and you. The next day, no matter what said. Are you pissing? Hey, well, hey, Are you really pissing man. on the podcast? Well, no, I'm not pissing. I just flushed. My cat was pissing. Some... I teach him to sit on the toilet. <laughs> And uh, that so came anyway, through clear as day, by the way. Well, good. And zipping um, up your pants. <laughs> no. Really? What? Why are you taking shit while you're at it? I will. This is what brothers do. So, anyway, we are as real as real gets, right? We're only halfway through this podcast, by the way. Oh, well, great. I'll have another beer. Do you know what your BA? Do you know your blood alcohol content is? I never, I never want to know. How many, how many drinks have you had? Uh, I'm on uh, ten. No shit. No shit. Zimas. Hey, they were great in the eighties, nineties. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Smirnoff Ice. No, this is a White Claw. You really are drinking White Claw. Black Cherry. The same thing I've been doing ever since I had the... Same you've been promoting uh, on this podcast for a year and a half. Dude, when I had long hair, they still don't love us, but that's okay. Okay, can we make make a, a, a personal statement to White Claw right now? No, no, right now, right now, I'm gonna drink White Claw every time we do an episode. Sure. And and afterward, getting ready to get at the end, I'm going to like pour half of it out because I'm like, they never sponsored Wait, us. I, yeah, they never sponsor us. That's what I'm going to say. It's like, can mm-hmm. you make a personal statement towards these guys right now? Like, listen, I drink White Claw. My name is Danny, whatever you want, Diggler, Diggs. You, do you want me to make this statement right now? I'll make it right yeah, now. Yeah, I want I want a right. real testimonial right. right now. Give me your here's, testimonial. Here's, here's my statement. Ready? Testimonial White Claw. Let's right. hear it. Hey, this is Captain speaking. I'm flying us. We're at 22,000 feet right now, and uh, I'm enjoying a beautiful black cherry White Claw. And... Uh, I just want you to put your uh, seats in the upright position and your tables up and uh, and uh, get up and and dance a little bit and have a good time. And uh, by the way, uh, White Claw, whether or not you sponsor me or not, I'm going to drink your shit because it's fucking good. It's good. Closing. Closing. Uh, Closing. I'm going to... 
I'm going to drink it no matter what. It's not like I'm going to go back to the tequila. I found the perfect drink. It's like the neck. It, it, it is awesome. For me, it, it, it's like when somebody somebody does every other drug and they find pot. And they're like, oh, my God, pot's so good or whatever. Shit, they wine's so good. The, wine's so good. I, I found black cherry, white claw. Amazing. It's just amazing. Now, now, when my taste buds change, maybe four or five years down the road, maybe I'll be like into something else. But right now, it's like boom. I I, I know what I owe you for Christmas. What? Because I got one myself, and this is what I was trying to say. I got a great radio trick we can play right now. Okay. My Christmas present to you is what's called a B-A-C track. It is basically what the police officer would shove in your face when he's trying to ask you how much you've had to drink. I want to get you one of these. You can get them on Amazon if you're listening to the podcast for $129. But I'm going to buy Diggler one so that we can... Hey, is your opinion really relevant right now? And I'm going to ask you to blow into your BAC and tell me what it is. Because my mother, my mother, my mother, my mother asked me, how many of these do you do sober? She thought we did every, no, wait, that's what you say. But you know what? I do. I'm talking for myself. I'm talking for myself. I probably do probably more than half. I would say 60 to 65% of these either without alcohol altogether, maybe a little weed, almost well, al- almost always I- weed, but I've done sober ones. I've probably okay. done about a dozen sober ones <laughs> out of our 70 fucking fourth episode. Most of our good ones That's are like not a sober. quarter. Most of our good ones are not sober. When when you're <laughs> when you're when you're totally sober and I'm fucking gone and you're just like oh dude you're just a piece of shit tonight and I'm like I know where I do, are you I, at? I do I was, call you a I piece of shit for you to catch up to me we gotta have a good little if you listen to so we have seventy four this is seventy four now this is our seventy four we sound like old women no but if you listen to all of our episodes seventy four learning. In the beginning, we were learning. In the middle, Hours. we were like there. But but the thing is, is like when you're not stoned, when it's actually your fault. It's okay. your fault. Are you when telling you, me you I'm not entertaining sober? You only had one joint. I've had several today, and at this point in time, just so the listener base can, you know. Judge, was he sober? Was he not? Because you'd have to listen to a lot of these. If I'm admitting to like a quarter of them being completely stoked, so and that's a conservative number, by the way. I would say I'm probably more like 65% sober because some of these I was doing on my porch. Like, I mean, like, what the fuck? Like, I mean, I'm on my porch. Diggs can do whatever he wants, he's on his cell phone. I've got a mixer. I've got a microphone. I've got a computer. I've got all these things in front of me. Diggs 
is literally just hanging on his cell phone talking to his best friend. That's what's going on here. The difference between us is that someone's producing this, and sometimes I'm 100% sober because I got a lot to do on my side. Diggs is honestly... Can I say my part? No, I just I'm coming to talk about you for a second. Honestly, you have a very unique perspective on almost everything. For one, you work in golf retail, which gives you an advantage of understanding fiscally conservative people because that's really who golfs. Because if you're fiscally conservative and you look at what golf offers to you is a walk in the park for $40 and you do it for four hours at $10 an hour and you're playing a game the whole time and you're getting drunk at your own expense, getting stoned at your own expense, but you're playing a game with your friends for $10 an hour on a real like literally a plantation, a farm, or whatever you want to call it, a lot of acreage, it's a fun game to fucking play. Donald Trump plays this game. Joe Biden does not. He's too frail and old to do it. Strong men play this game. And and we're not asking much. Joe if you're Biden good at it, it takes a lifetime Joe to achieve. Joe Biden plays one game. He plays one game and one game only. It's called, please do not poop in my pants. Yeah, no shit. Because he's old, man. Like, I mean, <laughs> no, Trump, Trump's going to get old, it. too. Dude, he's lost it. We actually have somebody who, like, literally doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Running like like full blown, right now. like at least no, maybe not full remember, blown, but like remember like that a, Phil Collins at least thirty three percent, thirty three percent dementia from on, the president on, on, of the United on. States, and hold we're on. okay with that because Grandpa's running the com- country, and we just know that he called all of Obama's old friends, and we're okay with that. So Black Lives Matter, Obama's old friend told him he goes i told him the inflation would rise if you do what you're gonna do and he did it anyway he goes he's not even listening to us i'm not even joking this probably is one of our best podcasts would you not agree right now the back and forth is pretty good other than i had to punch you in the face (laughs) but we had to address that Honestly, I'm just glad, as friends, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just glad you didn't punch that. back. No, because I, I gotta make it. sure everybody knows. I everybody knows when you ask me to do that, I go. If I punch you, you're gonna punch me back because I'm not gonna punch you if you punch me back. And you're like, no, just punch me. <laughs> that was my just birthday. That was, that was my birthday present, I guess, to myself. I wanted you to do it. Out of nowhere, and then we got kicked out, and then the cops showed up, and they just go, can you guys, I think we went to uh, Tammy's. Did we really? Tammy's Tammy's Bar and uh, Portland Avenue, Tacoma, Washington? Until they realized my 
white coat had like blood stains on it, and then your shirt had blood stains, and they're like, "I'm gonna play. Uh, I'm gonna play a trick we... with your birthday present right now. I'm trying okay. to. I'm trying to get as much of this on on the podcast again." Sounds like you're cooking some food. Are you doing a dab? Sounds like it, doesn't it? But what I'm really yeah, doing is checking. Like I'm really checking my breath. For, type of thing. I'm checking my breath for alcohol. Oh, don't don't be a loser. Can don't I be t- a quitter? Don't be a quitter. All right. I don't want to tell you what it is. It's it's a- probably 0.24. Do you think it's above 08 or below 08? I can tell you where mine's at, and I don't even have to breathe. What can you divide? Can you divide 8 by 40? You're you're below 08. Negative, sir. God, you're, you're an alcoholic like me? Should we be admitting God. this right now? Like, I listen. Allegedly, I am. Um, I'm not even gonna tell you what I'm at. Well, but you're at your house. I'm at my house, and we're just talking. So, I feel I like mean, I'm in okay, prime time okay. right now, and I'm looking. It's okay at, to be. It's okay. I'm to looking be at what my tool is telling me, and I don't believe it. What? So you got to do it again, right? So what? try, try it, try it for for for. You know, several times. What? It needs a minute to clear itself because you know I probably sprayed too much um, Chateau Saint Michel oh, in it, dude. I tell you that uh, you said you like the red wine, right? Who doesn't? Red wine is way more point potent than the white. Bullshit! I call bullshit on that. Listen, white wine gives you oh, a headache that you've never, never had in your life because it really turns to sugar. White privilege. White privilege what? White, white wine, wine. White wine. White, 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 privilege. white privilege. I like that. <laughs> that's, real, that's real talk because you know who the people that drink wine, oh. white wine are? Are the liberal cunts that do brunch on Sunday morning with their besties when they didn't get any sex from any males that on Saturday night and we flirted with every boy in the bar at the gay bar, by the way. We flirted with every boy at the gay bar and they didn't want me. And you know what? We're gonna be drinking white wine. On fucking 11 o'clock at fucking some Bellevue area, you know what I'm saying? East Side, Kirkland, Medina fucking place. I mean, the same shit happens in Tacoma, which is where we're from. It's called University Place. It's called Chambers Bay. It's called Ruston. Birds. Birds. You have a lot of anger built up. And do you know what's going to be so good for you if you can if you can stay single for like three four years? Right when Trump gets back in office, you're going to get laid so much, like totally. Like you're not a pussy. You're not like ah, oh, I gotta 
I got to do this protest. No, you're like, no, I got to go to work. I got to do a job. I got, I got to do this. I got important shit to do. I don't have all this shit to like burn down a fucking city. Like, like that's not like in, that's not like what I want to do. I don't want to burn down a fucking city, but if you guys want to do it, you can do it. And then I realize that, uh, you're at the bottom of the, uh, 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 like, impregnate pool. Like, you do not want to have sex with a girl that likes doing that. Like, bad kids. You want you want a girl that's like, that, like, says, you know what, uh, school, school, public schools suck. Like, public schools really suck. We would, like like uh free choice school like uh whatever they call that voucher school alternative school like, perhaps well, no no well just anything other than just one option i mean i don't know about you i i i'm a retail person and i sell to consumers and it's amazing to me that if i only had one option could you imagine if i only had one option no matter what size, no matter what skill level you are, I only have a one cadet, option. A cadet medium. No, but I, I'm, six, <laughs> I'm six four and my hand's a double X. Well, Triple connect, X, who knows? It's going to be a little tight. It's going to be just a little snug. Can, oh, shit, you blew out the fingers. Well, here, just swing the club. It's a, a, it's a petite, it's a half an inch short. I mean, what the fuck? It's like everybody has different reasons of being where they're at, right? Yes. It's like. Nobody understands anybody else. You have to literally walk through somebody else's shoes in order to literally understand them. Like you and I have been friends for how long? Like well over twenty years, like twenty five. I, I was sixteen. So put, put it put it this way. Put it this way. Me and you would rather meet at like Raiden's or fucking this or, or the Swiss. We would rather go party right now. And we are. It's not that we're at our age. We're just like nothing safe. Like there's nothing good anymore. There's nothing good. Like. The good music, remember the good music? Van I mean, Halen. there's nothing there there's nothing worth AC, going DC. out to like No, I'm just saying like meeting up. White stripes. When's the last time you come down to Tacoma? When's the last time Tacoma's been safe? The Swiss is closed because of COVID and it's been permanently closed forever, unfortunately. And ja- Jazz Bones is still owned by Rach. And I, I, and hope Dano, I, I went, I went, to, I went to Dano's outdoor concert with um, the one that you didn't show up for with Muncie. Yeah, that was Dano's outdoor concert. That was Dano's like, hey, this is what you know, jazz bones should be. And dude, he crushed that concert. I wish you could have been there. It was amazing. No, Dano, Dano is so solid. He knows how to run a, that type of business. You think we can get Dano on the podcast? 
I don't think you would mind it if he if he listened to a couple of. It, it's up to him, you know. I think we've got an influence you, in Tacoma, you throw it, and I you, honestly you think th- that we're much bigger than Tacoma at this point. No, you know what you do. I saw a couple of pictures. Dan Oda has this little pool table that he uh, uh, put in the house. Not a little pool table, a good, like a legit pool table. Privately. He's got this little bar room. Privately. Maybe we talk to him next time we see him, talk to him and be like, hey, why don't we come over to your house, play a little pool, do a little podcast. And Get to know people I think, over there. I think he would enjoy that. He would enjoy that. Little little country club. <laughs> Billiards. I'm telling you, man, got, if you've got space for a, like a legit nine-foot table in your house right now, no, I, Diggs I'm and I are interested that. to talk to you because we can get one at your house, and we would honestly treat it like a country club. How many people the can we – how many no, people no, 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 do you no, no, think no. we get a $1,000, you know, nine-foot, you know, Brunswick table – in someone's house, how many people can do it? Because it's really a lifetime commitment. It really is. Uh, it's stuck in that room. It was stuck what in our room. About? A pool table. No, 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 no. You know what I'm doing right now? I realize I've got the main house kind of okay done. I'm thinking about the backyard and the garage. That yes. garage in the back. Yeah. Pool do, table in the let's back. Let's do a studio out in the back. Pool table in the back with a gate around it and a little uh, bar. Your sister listens to this podcast, by the way. She does? Henderson, Nevada. Ah, shit. Female above 50. Hey, how dare you judge a woman's age? You're how old that's are you? How old are you? You're forty five. You're forty five. I'm twenty. I'm twenty five. I talked to my sister. She <laughs> said, "Make sure." She said, "I'm my sure age you know, minus twenty five. What? Now you're twenty? No, I'm not twenty. I'm not twenty years old. I'm I'm fucking thirty eight years old. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. The older you get, do you actually find older women more attractive than you used to? Yeah. I'm getting word that we're out of wine. You're out of wine? We're out of wine. Listen, there's no nothing left to drink in this house. Well, I'm asking much, someone's asking if I sh- they should get more or not. Have. How much longer does our podcast no. go? No, we shouldn't because you know what? We got pot in this house. There's no more drinking. And you know what? Sometimes you can just get a little too taken, you know, taken away with drinking too much. And I'm not going to let it happen mom? on this podcast. Are you talking to me or your mom? I'm talking to you because, like, my mom. Listen, I'm talking to oh. you. Oh. I'm talking about getting too loose. Because there are times when you and I are, you're too intoxicated and I'm sober or I'm too intoxicated and you're not, or someone's too stoned 
or someone's too sober and someone's to the opposite. That happens a lot. You you make it sound like we need to go to counseling. No, 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 and no. And you, you, no. you, you, you explain six people and you're talking about two. So I, <laughs> so I have three personalities. You have three for dude. We I'm know, talking about our we, clubs that you want to you want you want to come to our no, golf no, hold events. Hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Hold on, real quick. We're all fucked up. Me and you have three personalities separate. Three. Each. Three personalities each. One were. Are you saying I have multiple multiple no, personality no, no, disorder? No, it, it, no, it's like when I've you go to the drive-thru. I've got over seventy hours of it, talking it, to it, you it about if like I have got a personality disorder. Go back. And they're like, do you want I'm it pretty mild, consistent. spicy, or habanero? That's I'm, what I'm saying. I'm pretty we consistent. Have doubt when we're at this type of climate. We have three personalities. Are you spicy, hot, or habanero? You know what I mean? And I'm always it's like, spicy. Sometimes I'm hot. Almost no, never I, habanero. I, I try to stay away from habanero. Habanero's too hot. Too hot. Mm-hmm. So That's I'm letting you gay know right as fuck, now. By the way, I'm letting, and you're going to have to listen to the podcast know. to hear that. Mm-hmm. But that sounds gay. Uh, fuck him. But I'm just letting you know that, you know, I'm just letting you know that I know that the habanero sauce kicked in and I ain't going there. So this is your show now. Okay, we got 10 minutes of habanero sauce. So it's really, really, you're giving it up to me? Like, seriously, I give the, I, Dicks and I have. I give it, I give it, I give it up to you because I want you to redirect us. Okay. Uh, you are, I got you it. You are the co, you are the co-captain. Nobody ever know. I am the captain, but you are the co-captain. You've been the, I you've passed, been the star I of the show for a while. You need, I passed out. You need to, you know, redirect the uh, crew. Okay. I'm doing a Trump moment where I grab the mic and just kind of wiggle it around a little bit, you know. <clears throat> White supremacist. And I grab the mic very firmly, and I basically tell everybody what I think from here on out. If Danny needs to speak, he's going to respond when I ask him a question for the next, uh, let's say, five minutes. Let's say two minutes. Let's say one minute. Let's just play this game for one minute. I don't want to be such a narcissist that we play this game for more than one minute. We're going to play this game for one minute. So basically, I'm in charge. Danny is my submissive for one minute. It is exactly uh, 11.08 p.m. As soon as it turns 11.09 p.m., we're going to start this game. Because apparently Danny has ran out of shit to say. So I'm just going to go for one minute. When it's eleven oh nine p.m., does everybody get the rules of the game? Dickler, do you get the rules of the game? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can you hear me, Brett? Do you get the rules of the game? Do you get the rules of the game? It's not even eleven oh nine yet. I popped a black chair, a white claw. Okay, this moment is brought to you by White Claw. It really is. This patient this moment of patience brewer. is brought to you by White Claw. This moment okay, it's okay, here I go. One minute. Okay. 
What How am long I ta- is your countdown? What am I Jesus talking Christ. about? What am I talking about? You figure it out. Okay. I got one minute to talk. One thing is, Diggler, I think, talks too much. He probably yeah. owns about, if you listen to the last 70-some hours of our podcast, owns about, I would say... All of them. More than 60% of the talking time. I was asked, I was supposed to give be given a minute of silence, but my minute of silence is more or less for the person that we talked about the most on this particular episode, and that is Kyle Rittenhouse. There's going to be a law about this kid someday, one way or the other. It's about gun control or some bullshit, but there will be a law about this kid, and my one minute is over. So, Diggler, you're back into this. Diggs, you're back into this podcast. Thanks for being silent for one minute. That's the first time I think it's ever happened in your life. Self-defense. Self-defense. <laughs> I, th- I think there's going to be a law written about uh, this kid. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me uh, reiterate what I just said, self-defense. So I'm running away with a AR-15 from some crazy freak and I get cornered and I have no choice and I turn around and he's diving at me and I shoot him. In the hip? No, 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 no. You shot him in the shoulder and the bullet went around to the hip or some shit like that. It, it, that Four, times I'll shoot you. Maneuvered. Four times well, I'll shoot no. you. Well, either way, I mean, the guy already told him, if I see you alone later, I'm going to fucking kill you. So then, so he said, now, Kyle, he didn't say nigger. So now, so he didn't now, say nigger. Now, he said nigger. No, no. He goes, if I see you later, I'm going to kill you. Because he told that. And, and they asked, and they go, hey, did Kyle Rittenhouse hear that? And he goes, well, he's standing right behind me. So after he kills that guy, he runs and he goes, where are you going? You shoot somebody. He goes, I'm going to the cops. I didn't shoot anybody. What would you say? You just shot somebody the further. You're 17 years old. I'm running old. to the cops. You're running. So think about this. You're running. I want the cops to and figure I, this out, not the angry no, mom. So you're running. And then all of a sudden, you're like a block and a half away from the cops. Some guy knocks your cap off, but as he, but as he knocks your cap off, he has a rock in his hand and he hits you. But every news media says, oh, he just got his cap knocked off. No, he got hit in the head with a guy that had a rock in his fucking hand that knocked his cap off. And then he gets hit with a skateboard. Then he gets Jump Kick Man. We don't even know who Jump Kick Man is. Yellow Pants, right? Jump Kick Man. They call him Jump Kick Man. Is he, is he the Yellow Pants guy? And then guy? the other guy comes back and and then and then uh, uh, skateboards him again and in the head. And then he gets. And, and, I mean, dude, when would you 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 actually know how to protect yourself? Me personally, you're, oh if yeah. You're ever if you're ever on the ground. If I if I think had the about, same weapon, I would have done no, the same no, thing. No, no, no. Think about even this, if, if I had jujitsu. If you're 
No, you are, you are, in my opinion, you won a Oregon medal. You know how to talk about this. But the thing is, you're on the ground. Somebody knocks you down. What would you do as a jiu-jitsu? Or let's just say you're on you're you've been knocked on the ground and you actually are legally allowed to have a firearm. Somebody somebody knocked you to the ground. Wouldn't you be kind of concerned that they would take your weapon, shoot you, or not even shoot you, maybe just knock you out, but shoot somebody else be but it's your weapon, so aren't you kind of responsible for that weapon? So if you become unconscious and somebody takes your weapon, are you kind of responsible for that weapon if it causes damage? You're responsible for that weapon if you cause damage, absolutely. So if somebody's trying to take it from you, or if someone tries to steal your car and they are successful and they get in your car and they drive it into a human being and they kill them, who's responsible for the death? Your insurance. The person who owns the car. Believe it or not, it's the person that owns the car because they are responsible for what it hits. And they're responsible how they secure it. Okay? This is the same principle for your house. This is why the first, second, several amendments exist. Does that seem right to you, though? Yes. It, I mean, it does. So if hold, you, on, hold, hold on. So, hold on. Back in the day when you owned your Jeep, let's say... Let's say when my, when when my you, Jeep got when, accosted when, and my, you, and my passport got, got you, stolen. You, hold on. I just wanted I just want to bring back one moment in time. Sure. Remember remember when you thought your Jeep got stolen, but you parked it at the wrong spot. <laughs> We've talked about this embarrassing moment no, before. No, think about this. Think about this. So Let's say somebody stole your car at that point before you were able to call it stolen because you parked it in the wrong spot. So they stole it and then they crashed into somebody else's car. Are you responsible for their action? Yes. You are. Yes. Why? Legally. You, no, no, you... You legally the car is left your the car, car is legally responsible. Let's let's go back home later. Wonder if you take a cab home later. You're not taking your car. Okay, we gotta we gotta close this podcast down quickly, but like real quick. You were in someone else's car at one point in life. You were blacked out and you were in some the back of someone else's like car. Okay, if someone if you someone like you jumped into my car and you decided to like just drive it away and be reckless and hit some people, you would be you would be 
I would be responsible. No, I would be responsible. I would also be responsible to what I'm saying is some no. What I'm saying. Listen, that's all we got for this ridiculousness for tonight.